0: Well, hey everyone. This is Cameron, Pastor at Dorf Hope Northeast. It is Holy Tuesday. I hope your Holy Week has been encouraging for you so far. Um, Today we have another guest speaker. This is a woman by the name of Heather Latimer, who, if you're a parent, you might know her from uh, as a children's ministry room leader uh, at Dorf Hope Southeast. She's now with us over here at Northeast, and she's a student at Western Seminary. And I should just stop talking. So without further ado, I'm going to turn it over to Heather. Hello, Door of Hope Northeast. My name is Heather Latimer, and I'm really grateful to be having this opportunity to share a bit of John with you today. If you haven't already listened to the other devotionals, go ahead and go back and listen to those first. I'll be kind of jumping off where Ian left off from yesterday's. So he did Jesus Washes the Disciples' Feet, and I will be picking up right after that in John 13. So I'll be starting in 13.31. When he had gone out, he being Judas, when he had gone out, Jesus said, Now is the Son of Man glorified, and God is glorified in him. By this, all people will know that you are my disciples if you have love for one another. Right before this text, Jesus has washed his disciples' feet, including that of the man he knows who is going to betray him and send him to his execution. This text has taught me a lot about fear and love. In John thirteen twenty one, just before this, it says that Jesus was troubled in his spirit because he knew what was going to happen. He knew that this man in the room who he had been spending years of his life with, one of his disciples, was about to betray him, send him to his death. Jesus was, was being filled with fear at this point. But instead of that fear dictating his actions, he responded in love. He responded with humility. He still took off his outer layers and wrapped a towel around his waist and washed his feet. He washed all of the feet of his disciples. We know that he was really scared (laughs) because in Mark 14, it talks about... When Jesus, after this, went to the garden with Peter, James, and John to pray, it says that he began to be greatly distressed and troubled and said to them, my soul is very sorrowful, even to death. And when he prayed, he fell on the ground and asked that if it were possible, the hour might pass from him, that God the Father would remove this cup from him, that he wouldn't have to go and be beaten and tortured and killed. He, he had fear. He knows fear. In our current global situation, in this global pandemic, fear is contagious. Fear is growing so rapidly and so strongly. And there is a fear response that people are having that every person can have. And it's, it's not what God's commanding of us here. God's commanding us to respond in love, even in fear. Fear can be healthy. There's a healthy fear of the Lord. But this fear that is being brought on by, by a virus is not a healthy fear. During this time, God is commanding us through this scripture to love one another. And through that, we need to lean into our faith. We need to lean into our trust in the Lord. We need to lean into our love for the Lord in order to love others as He loves them and as He loves us. There's two things that Jesus, He says that they're the most important things that He says. And I always make the kids say this. The kids, your kids might know it if they were in my classroom before. When asked, which is the great commandment of the law? Jesus said, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the great and first commandment. And the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments depend all the law and the prophets. Jesus summarizes the entire Old Testament, all the law and the prophets, with these two commandments it's to love the Lord with everything you are and everything that you have. And to love others with everything you are and everything you have. And Jesus then just is putting it another way here in John 13. He's saying, in the way that you love other people who love me, that's how people will know that you're my people. The way that you love each other should be a sacrificial kind of love in the way that I love you. And that is how people are going to know that you love me and that you're mine. The church looks really different right now than it ever, than it really ever has before. We can't meet in person. We can't go into our our church building, but the church is not a building. The church is not just taking place on Sunday. The church is the people. Jesus didn't die on the cross so we could gather once a week in a building. Jesus died so we would be freed from sin and have relationship with God the Father and live a life loving Him with all we are and all we have. So that's what we need to be practicing right now. That's what the Lord is commanding of us right now, is to love one another with all that we are and all that we have. And yeah, we need to do that from a distance. But that just means that we're going to have to get creative. So as I was thinking about this, it took me a bit to figure it out. But we have people that we still get to see. Like, I still have Ben. I still have my husband in this apartment of ours. And you can't practice loving someone when it's just you like the fruits of the Spirit in Galatians 5. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. And we cannot practice these things on our own. We need others for these. And that first one is love. So how are we supposed to practice love on our own? Well, we don't. So as we're going into week four of social distancing, of being inside with the same people every day, 24-7, patience can run a little dry, whether it's with your kids or your roommates or your spouse. So we need to be leaning into the Spirit. We need to be spending time with the Lord every day. We can't expect to get through this loving each other as God has commanded us without him. Spend time worshiping the Lord. That can be listening to music, listening to worship, um, playing worship music. It can be prayer. It can be reading scripture. Just ask to be filled by the Spirit each day and receive love from the Lord which is open to you every second of every day, that you are first and foremost a child of God. He's never going to close that door to you. So receiving that love from Him, so you can then share that love with others and love Him as He loves us, as He loves them. In these moments of frustration that we're bound to have at this, in this time, ask the Lord how He sees others, how He sees that person that's getting on your nerves. So learning to love one another as the Lord loves us through the eyes of the Lord. And then what about our church? What about you guys that are listening to this that probably don't even know what I look like? Well, we're trying to get creative here. Make sure that you're following the Instagram page for the Northeast and the Facebook page for the Northeast because Uh, Cameron does have some things in the works that he's going to try and do like a Zoom prayer meeting or something so we can gather of a sort and um, pray together, lift each other up, check in with each other. But we can also do this independently. So if you know people that were part of the Northeast plant, reach out to them. We can still love each other sacrificially in this time even if it looks different. It can be, you know, a text or a FaceTime or if you know someone is struggling to get food on the table, to be helping them in that practical way. There's so many ways that we can be loving one another from a distance. So I encourage you guys to like post on the Facebook, ask how people need help um, or, you know, open up and, and share your your own needs. We're here for each other. We're learning to love one another together and to love each other in this time where everything is different. We have been taught to lay on hands, to pray for one another, to gather together, to worship the Lord in one voice. And this is so counter to that, but that doesn't mean that community is gone. So we are to spend time with the Lord. To love those who are close to us physically. To love the people in the Northeast community. And we can extend that love to our neighbors as well. That's not particularly in this commandment because that Jesus is talking to his disciples specifically. Saying that the, the world will know you by the way that you love one another. But we can still share that love with our community in different ways. If you need help thinking about different ways to do that, there's lots of resources online as well. Um, you can send me a message um, to on Facebook or Instagram to get you some ideas of how to love our neighbors in this time. But the last thing that I want to talk about is the power of prayer. During this time, we cannot underestimate the power of prayer. We may not be able to help improve. The practical ways that we want in this time. But that doesn't mean that we can't help through prayer. The Lord works through prayer. God hears you. Even if you're in a time right now. And you feel like the Lord does not hear you. If you are in a dark space. You are still loved. More than you will ever know or ever understand. And the Lord still hears your prayers. Keep alert with all perseverance, making supplication for all the saints. So may we pray together this week that the perfect love who casts out fear would dwell in our hearts and in our minds, that we would love him with all we are and all we have, and that we may love each other in that same way.